Welcome to the Amateur Hour Podcast with Ryan Wozniak and G. Reg Austin. I can't believe they gave these assholes a podcast. Another episode of the Amateur Hour podcast. I am Ryan Wozniak here with my co-host G Reg Austin. Say hello to the folks, G Reg. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Amateur Hour podcast. How is everybody doing today? I, I'm good. I don't know about you, sir. Um, today is the first day of college football of, of what is playing with college football since we only have about. Um, you know, a little over half of the conferences playing across all the major conferences and the uh, smaller conferences. And then we've got, uh, got NFL coming up next this next week. Can you believe that? I, I can't. It's kind of like normally I'm clamoring for the season. But yeah. this, this year has gone by so fast. I don't know. Like, I'm excited for it. I really am. But at the same time, what... Where did this year go, and what what are we gonna what what what, what do we have to expect? I don't know. I'm I'm scratching my head. We're getting. I mean, we got college football today. I feel like there should be more of a rumble around this, but um, I I don't feel the energy around the college football season. I feel some energy growing for the NFL season. I feel some, but I don't feel. The same way again nobody feels the same way this year as they did last year this time around nobody feels every, everyone's mind is sort of changed and their and their habits have changed and obviously we're going to get football and different sports and we've already got baseball back you know and all, you know basketball and everything like that but boy it just seems different with all of us big football fans out there just waiting normally and at the same time we're scratching our head it's like oh it's right around the corner yay with the question mark yeah i mean i feel the same way right i mean personally i still feel like it's the 190th day of march just because you know i'm unfortunately still not working but um exactly i i mean it's just like you said the summer has flown by which is amazing because i mean nobody's really done anything so like you don't have a reason for it to fly die what happened this yeah. summer? Does it, anybody, I mean, I know there's some people like, oh, I went out on a boat and I went sky. And my, my cousin, uh, for her birthday on the first, she's uh, she just turned 40 or something like that. And she went skydiving. And I'm just like, oh, that's wild. I was like, that sounds awesome. And she's like, that's the most awesome thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm just like, awesome. And then she said, awesome. And then I hit like and she hit like. And that was the end of the conversation. Oh. And we probably won't talk again for another year, but I digest. Um, but I mean, if, if you haven't gone skydiving or you know maybe gone streaking or anything like that, what have you done this summer? I'm interested. You guys can always uh, type it in the comments. You know, yeah. Maybe maybe you just sat at home and became a chef, or uh, maybe you're just still working and you're just like life is the same. I don't understand what you guys are talking about, but. Um, it's it's very different for people that haven't been working and the people that have been and in the whole routine of getting up wearing a mask doing different things maybe washing your hands more than normal um you know not that that's something you shouldn't have been doing in the begin with but uh it's just that all those weird random things that you've been doing you know since march 
and now leading up to it's like okay march we were like oh man i can't wait for football season and now it's just like oh it's here am i ready for it am i ready for football season are you ready yeah i mean i i personally am ready just because obviously we all want a little bit of normalcy in our life again and, and like greg said you know what, what what have you done you know during this this time you know we we've been trying to do the podcast and you know we both have side, our side projects which we'll always mention at the end of the show i started taking up djing again and, and doing that stuff and you know greg's got his, his slackluster project and you know, I luckily had a chance to dip out of town for a little bit and go stay in a cabin for, you know, almost a week. So at least I was able to do that. But yeah, skydiving is something that's really cool. Me personally, I would never do it because I'm terrified of it. I'm not afraid of heights. I just don't want to do the, the skydiving aspect because it'd be my luck that the parachute's not going to open. And then it's, that's it. I mean, I, I think a lot of people would agree with you on yeah. that. But then a lot of people would be like, wuss. But, um, you know, who cares? I mean, yeah. it's not like, I mean, it's a... A once in a lifetime thing and it's a once in a possibility to die really quick so um but you know exactly the parachute <laughs> but, but, but let's let's but let's liven it up huh so <laughs> right well no i'm saying it's like well the last thing you see is like you got some dude just like some buff dude right behind you and you know if you're into that cool that may be great and he's just like oh man my sweaty muscles uh-oh and then <laughs> you know i can't get the ripcord and then you're just like oh god sweaty buff guy and then on my butt cheeks and then you know and then you're like oh impending doom it's just like is this how i want to die now if you're into that that could be really cool but um you know, <laughs> this I, intro you know, is just spiraled out of control go go for it if you're into that totally but um me that would suck i mean that that's you know you know maybe it was maybe it's a buff chick um i don't know but, I mean, it's 2020. Me. Anything can happen, right? Yeah, any anything could happen. But um, on the lighter side, Waz was getting ready to hit the lighter side. Um, there there is, believe it or not, some good stuff going on this year uh, with all the negativity. But um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna let you take it away, Waz. Yeah. So um, uh, we got some great news to pass along. Um, I, I, you know, on behalf of Greg, we want to thank you guys for tuning in for every episode that we have for supporting us whether it be on social media, uh, on the various social channels. Greg and I are still going to figure out a way to expand our presence and expand the footprint of the Amateur Hour podcast. And we're getting there. You know, obviously this is a little um, you know, two-man operation. We don't have a production crew. We don't have a marketing crew. We don't have a, a promotional crew. Like, it's just me and Greg. We are the marketing crew. It is. I mean, it's just me and Greg pulling all the strings here. Um, but we are happy to report that our podcast has been picked up by another platform so you know a lot of you listen to it on apple podcasts or maybe spotify well the uh there's another one that joins the the, the big partners here and that would be iHeartRadio. so um if you listen to iHeartRadio for music or other podcasts just let you know that we are available on that platform as well but for i guess i should tell you the full rundown because some people have specific podcast apps that they use to listen to we are available not only on iHeartRadio, but as i said apple podcasts we're on breaker google podcasts overcast pocket cast uh radio public spotify stitcher we're all over the place so almost everywhere almost a dozen different platforms so if you listen to an audio platform online you can probably find us so once again thank you guys for all your support as we try to grow our brand 
and make this as big as we can. As always, you know, if you're a member on Anchor, uh, you can leave us messages on that platform and you can also throw us some financial support as well. We actually have a little button that's there. The button. Yes. It helps. Yes. It helps. It helps. And we are we are everywhere for your entertainment. We're here uh, to make sure you guys are entertained while you're in the car, while you're relaxing to go to sleep, when you're getting ready for your day, whatever. We are going to be here and we're going to be here more often than none. So it, get excited. Uh donate to the good cause so we can get ourselves moving and get ourselves going uh if you enjoy uh listening to me and Waz, which um you know who wouldn't duh uh <laughs> um but we we're, we're we're there and you know in, in all honesty we really we're here for entertainment purposes and we want you guys to you know get some news but it's really just uh it's it's an entertainment gig and we're very excited about it and uh also just like my uh, TV web series that we're doing right now, um, lackluster, uh, you know, lackluster TV, basically lackluster video. Um, it's all about comedy. It's all about enjoying yourself, and it's kind of an escape from what the real world is. And if you if you guys enjoy escaping from the real real world, uh, you know, hit that button, uh, put some money in, and we're ready. We're ready for you, and we will continue. The more money that gets put in, the better the product ends up. So if you like what you're hearing now, it'll get better and better and better. Um, because we are everywhere now. All the apps, all the podcast apps, everything. G Reg Wise, we're here and we're here to entertain you. Let's talk some NFL. You know, we are just um, a few days from the start of the 2020 season. But anyways, what I wanted to talk about, though, is uh, the biggest story that came out of this week was obviously since there's been no preseason games, all the players have been uh, just practicing and then they're doing their cuts down. to the What 50. a bummer on the preseason part. I know. I'm everyone's just like, oh, no, <laughs> I didn't get to watch my favorite player for five and a half minutes. Well, I mean, and then sit we, through commercial breaks. Just we to we see do it have now. to remember. We do have to remember that, you know. Honestly, the main reason that we have these preseason games is because some of the guys who you know barely make an NFL roster get a chance to kind of you know put on shine. A sh- yeah, they get the shine. Yeah, exactly. Put on a little show to see if they can make the active roster or if they end up getting sent down to the practice squad. Well, since that's not being done this year, cuts are happening earlier, and final cuts were actually made uh, earlier today. Every team is down to their fifty-three man roster. Some teams. Um, you know, they wanted to cut some guys earlier in the week because of uh, various reasons, because of injuries or financial concerns for the team. And the one we wanted to talk about today, the biggest one of this past week, was Leonard Fournette was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars. No. I know. Well, um, you know, he had some injury concerns, but he was also owed a decent amount of money. So the Jags had cut him. He went to waivers. Uh, cleared waivers, and then he ended up signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, oh boy, this, what's going on over there? You know, Oof. Bruce Bruce Arians is... can't commit to to Fournette being the starter yet. But I mean, let's be honest at this point. Like the the guy Ooh. is a one of the top running backs in the league when he stays healthy. 
you know, as the fact that Greg, he uh, is an LSU product, I'm sure that you uh, have uh, some things to say about Leonard Fournette. Oh, but um, yeah. What, what are your what are your thoughts about him joining Tom Brady, Gronk, Mike Evans, <laughs> and Godwin? This is like fantasy gold on the box. What do you think about this deal? It's not just fantasy gold. Now, like when you first told me that Brady was going to the Bucks, and you would hear a Buccaneers fan or, or an ex-Patriots fan, they're like, oh, they're going straight to the Super Bowl. I was like, get real. And then Gronk comes back with his injured, uh, you know, douchey, amazing <laughs> self, which, you know, you know, he, he still is amazing when he's healthy, uh, but he annoys the heck out of me. But, oh, my gosh. Okay, you think about that, a healthy Mike Evans. And then, first of all, Leonard Fournette, Bruce Arians is out of his gourd. He's, he's just toying with the fact, or, or he's just out of his gourd. Fournette, healthy, is hands down a top, the top, one of the top three running backs in the absolute league. He's a beast, and he was a beast, uh, obviously, in college as an LSU fan. Um, one of my favorite and one of the most humble human beings uh, that it ever has ever came out of a draft and has ever came out of, of a college team. He was he was an athletic freak from the age of uh, eight or nine, I think it was. He was so tall, so fast, so powerful that they, as a kid, I believe at 12 years old, they did not let, they, they actually, it, it was not discrimination based on race or anything like that they actually discriminated against the poor kid because he was too good and they didn't want him to hurt the other kids spirits this is a true story um <laughs> I, I sort of said it in a nutshell the and 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 he it actually hurt his spirits because all he wanted to do was play and his 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 downside was that he was too good give me a break the the kid is incredible um and he's not a kid i mean he's a full-grown adult but i mean just thinking about him feeling that way like you know some kids that get bullied and some kids that get pushed down um and never get picked on the dodgeball team or the or the whatever team but you're not allowed to play because you're too good um imagine fathom that and and, and you know and thinking about it and for a, a nice kid that was raised uh very humbly and in, in not the most um not the most rich area but but, you know, I was so proud of him, seeing him come to LSU and just do so well and be such a team player. And he was such a team player for the Jags. Unfortunately, because of his build, he's very injury prone, just like uh, he has the same sort of build as like a Cam Newton. And Cam Newton has uh, surprised us all. Not, and this is sort of a it's not really a tangent, but Cam Newton has surprised us all to not get injured that bad for his size. It's very surprising. But. Fournette, unfortunately, has been uh, the victim mm -hmm. of that. So um, going from the Bucks to that, it's um, – it, or going – excuse me, going from the Jags to that, I mean, that that is – that is now we're creating a – excuse me, not we're, but they're creating what is a star-studded team. And you get that veteranship. It sounds like the Bucks aren't really looking for the future. They're looking for today – and in the next couple of days and the next few months and they're looking for a ring they just went from a you know a nine and seven team to or an eight and eight team to possibly a, a you know a 13 and three team now uh or better with this 
caliber and 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 you cannot it shouldn't even be a question on who's the starter as but this team is now a huge threat and the NFC is going to be the division uh, aside from the Chiefs over in the AFC wow the buccaneers with the addition of Leonard Fournette Bruce Arians better get his head out of his butt because that is the the premier running back, top three running back uh, in the entire league. I, and, and that's not just being biased as an LSU fan. He is the real deal. He's He can plow through people. He's faster than lightning, <clears throat> and he's a great blocker too as well. So give him some credit. Great job, Buccaneers. If you're going for that ring this year, this is your time to shine right now. Get it together. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think Tampa's definitely put themselves in the spot to win now and not later because I mean, if you think about all the positional changes that they have made, I mean, you're you're upgrading, you know, from Jameis Winston to Tom Brady. You're you're upgrading mm-hmm. um, from their various tight ends to Gronk. Now, yeah, obviously Gronk is on the back end of his career. He took a year off. He cut some weight. You know, he he's he feels great. He says. I mean, we'll see how it, it is on the field. But obviously, with they had that relationship with Tom already, that's going to be huge for that team. And even then, a rusty Gronk with that connection, not to cut you off, Wise. Yeah. Even a rusty Gronk with the the, it's like riding a bike with those two. Um, the, as many years as they had together, my goodness, watch out NFC continue. Yeah, and then and then you're and then you're plugging in Fournette in a, at the at the running back position. I mean, it's an upgrade all around for that team. Now it'll be interesting to see because once again, this is going to be a discussion this season. You know, as a reminder, there has never been a team who has played a home game at the Super Bowl. Guess what, friends? Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay this year. Now, Minnesota came close a couple of years ago. <laughs> it was like that close. It was very close. That was it obviously was... the year of the, the Minneapolis miracle and everything. But they, they, yep. they came close. But no team has ever had themselves in the position to make that run. Um, it's going to be interesting because, like you said, the NFC, it's going to be really tough. It'll be interesting to see how they play out in that conference, especially in the NFC South, um, because, you know, the, the Saints are still going to be decent because they still have Drew Brees and they have Kamara. Carolina's going to be something different. We'll see what Matt Rule does with the team without, mm-hmm. you know, moving on from Cam. They got Teddy Bridgewater in the fold. They have McCaffrey. They're still going to be a pretty good team. Uh, Matt Rule was a pretty decent coach at Baylor. We'll see if he can make that transition over to the pro game. But it will be interesting to see how that all plays out. But are, are we writing off Atlanta this year? Well, the thing is with Atlanta, they're still in decent shape, right? They still have Matt Ryan. They still and have Julio. Julio. I don't know. They're picking up, you know, Todd Gurley now. So we'll we'll see how the Ooh. running game is um, in Atlanta. But wow, overall, yeah, I mean, that's... overall, it's a pretty good division. Yeah, it it really is. Um, wow. Okay. Okay, yeah, I had completely forgotten about the girly thing, so that is very, whew, man, NFC, man. I Watch yes, out. Glad, glad my team doesn't play in the NFC. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I, talk about nerve-wracking. Yeah. There's going to be these one-and-done games in, in, the, in, in the wild card games. Whew. Yeah. They could be nasty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But hey, but Greg, speaking of the 2017 draft, um, we were just talking about Leonard Fournette, right? So he was the fourth yeah. pick by the Jags in, in 2017, like I mentioned. There's some other news that kind of came out this week. 
Um, and actually, all of the preseason, you know, talking about some of these other uh, some of these quarterbacks that came out of that draft. So, you know, just to refresh everybody's minds here. So, the a top like dozen picks of the 2017 draft included like Miles Garrett and Leonard Fournette and Jamal Adams and Mike Williams and Christian McCaffrey and Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and Mitchell Trubisky. So like there was a lot of names that came out of this draft and this, I'm just talking about the first dozen that that came off the board. Now I give bears fans a hard time about this and everybody, I mean, they're so used to it, even though I live in Chicago, not a bears fan. So I can kind of poke fun at them. The Bears traded up with the Niners to get that second position. Originally, they were in the third slot, uh, and they wanted to get their quarterback of the future, right? And as everybody knows, to this day, they picked Mitchell Trubisky. And then, obviously, a few rungs down on the draft order, the Chiefs picked up Patrick Mahomes, and the Houston Texans picked up Deshaun Watson. Well, now, if we just take those three quarterbacks, one of them don't belong with the others, right? So well, Patrick Mahomes yes. signed a half a billion dollar contract over the offseason for like 10 years, $500 million. It came out this morning that Deshaun Watson got his extension today, and his extension is four years for $160 million. So he is staying put in Houston. Now, if we look at the highest salaries in the NFL overall, right, for this season... Patrick right. Mahomes is going to make $45 million, Deshaun Watson, $39 million, Russell okay. Wilson, $35, Big Ben, $34, and then Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers making $33.5 million. Mitchell Trubisky is fighting for his NFL job. This, it's just, to me, it's wild. Like, the Bears, I mean, they've shot themselves in the, in the feet so many times over the last few years. But, man, that has got to be killing them. Obviously, they're saving it on the money. They're not having to pay all this money out. But like you know, bringing Nick Foles in the in the mix, they announced that that Trubisky is going to be the starter. But the the one thing I want to ask you is your thoughts on so Deshaun Watson. A is he worth this one hundred you know sixty million dollar contract? And B, where do you think the future is then for the Bears in this in situation? Well, okay, go, going back and on the draft there, it's. Um, and and I've and I and I've said this multiple times to friends and family members and stuff like that. The fact that uh, when the Bears gave away all those draft picks just to move up one slot from the Niners, um, everyone, no, nobody, nobody really. And if, and if you thought you if you thought so, you really were deep thinking. Nobody thought the Bears were going to pick Mahomes. Pretty much everyone. I would say 90% of Americans that were watching thought that they were going to pick up Deshaun Watson, which anybody in their right mind after what they saw in college from Deshaun Watson, that was a solid pickup. Yes. But, but, but not only did they pass up Deshaun and they, they passed up Mahomes, um, who they still could have gotten with that third pick, um, Really, Mahomes was good in college. Oh, he was great in college. He he's even better as a pro, which is so. You, you, I mean, no one else has been able to say that. So, I mean, I mean, that kid is fantastic. Um, but Watson was who was on the radar. So, how how? First of all, that that was the most ridiculous thing, and then also, <laughs> they could have gotten Fort Fournette went pick four. I mean, they could have even had a running back, but they they went with their needs. They needed a quarterback, but when they said 
Trubisky, everyone said, who? And it was, you know, this was wild. And there was a glimpse that, you know, maybe the Bears know something that we don't know. If you go back to that one game where Trubisky uh, and the Bears were facing the Patriots a couple of years ago, and Trubisky threw the Hail Mary at the end of the game. Got to the one-yard line. <laughs> at the one-yard line. And, 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 you know, a Bears fan's getting goosebumps like, oh, my God, that's Aaron Rodgers-esque. Okay. <laughs> um, that was one time, guys. Okay. That was one time. And I said, and that was the first time I questioned, I said, what did, what did the Bears see? They had to have seen something that we didn't see. No, they didn't. It, the guy, the guy is, is, is a mediocre quarterback at best, and the only reason that he got, he's got the starting position. Also, why would you pick up Foles if you're not looking for now? Because Foles is at the tail end of his career. So you have Trubisky beat him out in practice just because Trubisky knows the system better. Um, but, and then we're going to go into a wager on that between me and Waz because I, we're going to we're going we're to say that. But going back to Deshaun Watson, trailing back to what Waz said, uh, Deshaun Watson is fantastic. Yeah, do I think he's worth the money? Absolutely, I do. I love Deshaun Watson. He's a, he's amazing to watch. He's really good. He's not as good as Mahomes, but he is he is very very good. The only problem is is does Houston have the did did Houston not use their cap space very well? Did they build their team uh, enough to uh, give Watson a winning team? I don't believe so. I think Watson is in a team that's uh, a slightly above average, and and the reason they're slightly above average is because of him. Um, and and uh, you put him with anybody, and he's going to be very very uh, out of this world exciting, and do very well. But they have not. Uh, what I'm saying is, is they have not given him all the tools that he needs to be 100% successful. So is it worth the money? Yes. But where else are they going to put this money to help him, you know, get, get to an AFC championship or get that ring that, that I think Deshaun Watson deserves at some point in his career, because he's a, you know, he is a fantastic and wonderful quarterback. Um, and, and I don't know what you think was on that, but I think Watson's worth every penny as long as he doesn't get hurt again horribly like he did before. What do you think? Well, I mean, I agree with you. You know, Houston has been putting the pieces together for the last few years. Now... Slowly and horribly. Yeah, I mean, is it, has it, it been it as crumbles. fast? It crumbles. It's like it, a puzzle that you can't figure out. Has it been as as fast as some teams no but here's the thing they're, they're putting themselves slowly in the right position now uh i mean they're they're competitive right obviously like they're they, they're, they're always going to be competitive they're with very them. competitive they're they're you know obviously at the top of the afc south the last few years they're they're playing well um you know leading up to a playoff run now deshaun watson yes i think Overall, he, he is going to have the talent. He obviously, you just talked about, he had the talent in, in college, played very well for Clemson. Um, you know, in comparison to Patrick Mahomes, now I think I think if you compare talent wise, I do believe that Mahomes is more talented. 
and he's got the better offensive weapon. So that's why, like, if you're if you're comparing the two players and their right. and their respective teams, then yes, obviously that leads to the Chiefs. I mean, we're talking about them right now as they are the defending Super Bowl champions. But so, I didn't ar- I didn't argue that he no, was better. No, than no, no. I'm just saying, like, for money wise, right. like, I think overall, yes, he he's worth the investment. Now, I think what they need to do is they need to help him out, like you said, and put the mm-hmm. pieces in place. Now. You know, trading away your your top receiver in the off season to get a banged up fantasy star from a few years ago in David Johnson maybe wasn't the brightest of ideas, but you know it is what it is. Maybe they have yeah. some other ideas in place. Obviously, they have JJ Watt as their, as their superstar on defense, but I mean, one I, player doesn't make an entire defense. Still, I mean, it no, helps, it doesn't. But it's it's. It's it it's like I said, yeah. The the David Johnson thing, I I just you know you as a Colts fan that should still make you feel uh, a little bit better. But um, what well, also makes me feel better too because the fact that I'm also a fantasy football owner of David Johnson. So oh sure sure sure. <laughs> so so his yeah. situation this year is a little bit better than you're it was in Arizona. On, so you're clean on an almost dead life. But yeah, maybe you'll have a good year this year. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but but yeah, like like you were saying though, he he I think he is worth it, but they need to put factors in play to finish this puzzle piece that they've been trying to figure out where they're just okay, I win my division, big big whoop, you know, big whoop every time you want to win your division or do you want to win a ring, you know, cuz they you know, um, going back to the Packers, we've lost divisions a couple of times and still made it farther than the division winner. So um, winning the division isn't always everything. Right. So we are in the middle of fantasy season when it comes to fantasy football. Greg, you are in uh, the league that I run, a huge dynasty league, 14 teams. We have a lot of fun. We had our draft last weekend. Greg, you've... um, You've said you've got a story that you would like to share with us. And I, I love story time with Greg because uh, the last one we had with Marty Gennetti was, was hysterical. So I can't wait to hear this story. So tell us about this this fantasy story that you mentioned to me before. So, yeah. And, and yeah, like I said, I've been in Waz's league for like a decade now. And um, a wonderful dynasty league. It was originally just a traditional, you know, redraft and move to keeper and yada, yada. Um, and I've ran my you know i ran my own league well this year i'm just in uh dynasty league well i've got a good friend of many years um we were co-assistant managers at gamestop uh when i was very young um years and years ago well he lives in oregon now and uh he wanted me to draft for one of his leagues because he's in multiple this guy is uh, you think we're into fantasy football? This guy is a fantasy football junkie, and God bless him, I love him to death. But he was a little uh, asshole for what he was put setting me up for here. He said, hey, Greg, uh, I can't make it into town because of the COVID stuff. And I said, oh, yeah, of course, bud. He's like, this is the draft that you actually have to be physically present. And because of your fantasy background, Greg, I'm comfortable with you drafting for me. And I was like, okay, I've done this before. I've done, you know, online an online draft for people. I've done an in-person one, which is similar to what Waz was talking about, where you just literally go up to the big board and you put a sticker on it and you have to pay attention to yourself, 
instead of it it, it showing who's gone and what what's not uh, best available and all that stuff that uh, electronics has made it easier for us. Um, <laughs> yeah, the kids well, they the kids these days they don't know what that struggle was trying to find the strips, that, slap it on the board. Oh no, he's gone. I, well, well. So so going back to that. Um, as far as I know, this is one of those leagues, just like that, okay? Just like that. And so he says, you know, it'll be a blast. You know, there's tons of drinking. People bring food. And, you know, he's just like, you'll just have a blast, and you'll be able to hang out with them and take part in the festivities. And I'm just like, oh, it's, it's like, oh, it's just a lot of drinking and hanging out and, and drafting, you know. Um, he's like, but but she, he's like, but uh, I can't talk to you past noon. And I was like, what are you talking about? You, I can't talk to you past noon. He, and he's just like, he's like, oh, no, I just, you know, for strategy purposes. And I was like, for fantasy strategy purposes? I don't know. He's like, yeah, yeah, b- b- basically. And when he said basically, I was like, okay, whatever. He's like, well, um, well, I got this guy. Uh, he's going to call you, uh, the guy who runs the draft. He's just going to go over everything with you. And I was like, go over when I mean, you know, uh, tell me where he lives and everything. Well, his name's Rusty. Okay, his name's Rusty. Okay, and this Rusty is going to call me. So one night I get a phone call from a local area code. So of course I answer it. It could have been a scrambled bot. Could have been um, you know, could have been a, a telemarketer, but it but it looked, you know, maybe it was somebody I knew. And I didn't know. He's like, "Hello. <laughs> is this Greg Austin?" And I'm just like, "Who is this?" He's like, "I need to know right now is this Greg Austin?" And I'm just like, who the hell is this? He's just like, do you know a Jeremy? And I'm just like, <laughs> this sounds suspicious as hell. <laughs> oh, now no, I'm just like, I've known multiple Jeremys. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, he's like, answer the question. Do you know a Jeremy? And I said, Jeremy. He's like a Jeremy that lives in, like, California or something. And I'm just like, dude, like, don't talk to me like this, or I'm just going to hang up the phone. I don't know a Jeremy in California. He's like, or, I was like, wait, Jeremy, and I'm not going to say his last name. He's like, yeah, however the hell you say his name, you 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 passed the first test. And I said, "What?" I was like, "He lives in he lives in Oregon." He's like, "Well, I don't know where the hell he lives now. It doesn't matter." And that's what he's like. This is Rusty, and I'm just like, "Oh, oh, okay, yeah." He told me you would call. Sure, yeah. Hi, Rusty. He's just like, <laughs> "Greg, is this Greg Austin?" And I'm just like, "Yes, Rusty, it's Greg." And he just goes, <clears throat> "Okay." Well, all right. I was like, and he does live in Oregon, by the way. He's like, whatever. He lives on the West Coast or something. I haven't seen him in a while. I'm like, okay. So this is, what the fuck am I, who the fuck am I talking to? So the first time, the first thing I think of, you know, obviously he says, a guy named Rusty's going to call. And I'm like, oh, great. Some white trash guy that's, you know, just fucking, hey, my name's Russ. You know, like, no, 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 no. This guy sounds like um, straight, like, I don't know. I don't know what he sounds like, but he's just like a very authoritative white guy, you know, like, and he just goes, are you prepared to go over everything with me? And I'm just like, go over what? Like, he's like, 
did he or did he not warn you about this league? And I just go, what does that mean? I just go, no, he just said you were going to call me and go over the festivities and everything. And he's just like, <laughs> so he did not warn you. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know, so get to the point, guy. Come on. Like, no, he's just like, are you prepared to understand? Because what you just committed to is very, very important. And I'm just like, okay, what, this is not some sort of fucking CIA agent, you know, bullshit. You know, he just goes, he's like, it's classic Jeremy not to warn people. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Okay, he's just like, all right. Well, here's what happens. You cannot talk to Jeremy or anyone afternoon. You're going to bring three jerseys, one to drive in, one to do the obstacle course in, <laughs> and one to draft in. I'm like, obstacle course? What are you, he's like, Jeremy did not tell you. What is this, an just, episode of Wipeout beforehand? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, oh, my. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, no, Jeremy did not tell me. He's just like, oh, well, you're in a lot of trouble there, man. You're in a lot of, tr lot of trouble, Greg. And he keeps, you know, like, like a salesman would keep referring, you know, like. Greg um, Austin. Yeah, yeah, he keeps referring to my name as like a, a tactical uh, car salesman or tactical, uh, you know, someone really trying to hard sell you on something like that. He keeps reutilizing my name. And the guy's name is Rusty, and he does not sound like a fucking Rusty. That's why I'm I'm totally fucking you know like, like you know he was so like clean cut white like authoritative that I, I mean you may as well the guy could have called me with an Asian accent and I would have still been just as thrown off. Like I mean this is this is how wild this was, and he's just like okay, you've got your three jerseys. He's like when you get there. You must participate. First of all, it starts. You're you have to drink three shots in a row. <laughs> I again, I am not part of the committee. There is a committee that does all the obstacle. I was like, what's in the obstacle course? He's like, I don't know. I'm just the commissioner, Greg Austin. I am just the commissioner. And I was like, uh, in my leagues where I was the commissioner, I knew everything. He's like, I'm just the commissioner, Greg. We have a committee. We, he keeps saying, again, I don't know what the obstacle course contains. Now, I'm telling you this right now. The obstacle course is two hours. I'm, okay, oh, what? my God. Every obstacle you go through. I've been through many. This league's been going on for 12 years, okay? And it involves a lot of running. <laughs> and every obstacle, cl running, climbing, everything the committee takes care of that every obstacle you are to not only be chugging a beer but you have to take a shot before each obstacle and before each obstacle as well you must spin around for the time frame that the committee tells you to and there will be referees there making sure that you do not commit fraud and this is going to be and i'm like You've got to be fucking kidding me. He's like, this is not a joke, Greg Austin. I'm just the commissioner. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but you must take a shot while you're holding your drink before each obstacle. You start with three shots. Now, 
as you get through the obstacle course. You absolutely have to finish. We will sit there and wait. If you fall over and you're not there, we will have to wait. We've had to call ambulances before. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, you've got to be fucking. He's like, he's like, you've already committed, so don't you dare tell me you're backing out. I'm like, I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, over my dead body. <laughs> uh, like, who the fuck is this guy talking to me like? I'm, I don't know who you are. And. And so I and and and, and I'm going and I'm going through the conversation as verbatim as I can remember was and and I'm doing his voice and then he does occasionally which cracks me up go over his dog barks he's and then I'll hear him and he I, he thinks he put it on music it's okay baby dear <laughs> and then like I hear him do that I'm like oh my god this guy is so full of shit like like and um but like he's not kidding about this obstacle course he's like you must do it and the fur the per the people that finished the quickest get the highest draft picks if you if you finish last you have to carry the toilet bowl uh trophy for the whole season or, or, or something something of that nature he's just like now after that there, it's 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 at least a twelve round course obstacle course, and by that time you're going to be very dirty and sweaty. So you're going to put on your third jersey, and you and then we start the draft. And I was like, okay, what is it? It's the big. It's a big board, isn't it? He's like, it's a big board. Um, the nice thing is, is we have a uh, we have a woman. He said, "We have a woman. We have a woman that writes in the 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 picks, so you can just shout them from the couch because you're going to be very, very drunk. And every pick, you're mandatory to take three shots what the for every pick, and it's mandatory. No one is allowed to drive home without having everyone's keys are confiscated if you drive there." And I'm just like, oh, 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 oh! This wow. sounds like he, a cult. Oh, it, it, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely like, okay. First of all, you, you're, he's like, you're going to be absolutely drunk. And I said, oh, okay. He's like, you have to drink. And by that time, I do have a nice, I do have a few nice, comfy, additional bedrooms that you can stay in with fluffy pillows. Well, this sounds creepy. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no. He's like, you already committed to Jeremy. That's his fault for not telling you. I'm like, it doesn't It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm. He's, I was just like, he's like, do you smoke cigarettes? And I'm just like, I do. And he's like, well, if Jeremy's fat ass can do it, then you can. I'm just like, no. I, I was I was like, so what happened to Jeremy? He's like, Jeremy dies. Oh my god! Like every year. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were saying like Jeremy dies. Like, wait, what? But yeah, like, no, I I was I had just talked to Jeremy and I asked him what happened to Jeremy. And he was just like, Jeremy finishes, but he dies. Like, so I was just like. No. I'm surprised you haven't hung up on this guy at this point. No, I just wanted to hear how serious he could stay the entire time. So I was trying to give you guys the allure of 
what I had to listen to. And so I entertained the idea and I said, let me sleep on it just to, just to, just to fuck with him. And I said, I said, fuck you, Jeremy. He's like, he's like, I don't know, man. I was, I was like, you didn't tell me. He's like, no, he's like, I told you right about the, I was like, no, you just said festivities. (laughs) And, 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 and you said that. Not the drunken American gladiators. Not the drunken. And like, first of all, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a tolerance, but you're no. And I was just like, I was like, can I get, uh, I was like, I got this neighbor who's trying out, he's 18 and he's trying out for, uh, uh, professional soccer. No joke about it. He's a great kid. Um, I was like, can he be the stand in? And then can I get, uh, someone to do the stand in drink while I just sip on a beer? He's like, no, you have to do it all. And I'm just like, all right, can I just draft? And he's like, no, you must do all the obstacles, and maybe we'll let you into the league the next year. And I'm like, ooh, Click. lucky me. <laughs> I stayed on the phone a little bit longer, and I, but I just wanted to see how far he would go. And I was like, yeah, I've been a commissioner before. And he's like, again, Greg. And he, and he kept saying my name over and over again. And he kept saying, again, I'm only the commissioner. I do not know what the obstacles are. So he's just like, think of boot camp. How on earth does this sound like any fun to anyone? Like, you know, I mean, I guess if you were like, hey, I'm going to the army and I want to drink, but you're forced to drink liquor that you don't want, maybe. And you're forced. I mean, this this is how is that fun? If you accidentally get drunk in a fantasy football draft, that's fun. If you're like planning on it or you're just casually drinking. This sounds friends. like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Oh, it's it's the war, and, and it's a, and, and I don't remember where exactly he lives, but evidently he's got a big house. So this guy lives in some rich area and he's got like acres. So he's so they they're actually creating an obstacle course and he's just like and these guys are in their so like I'm just like okay so some of these guys are in their 20s 30s and like even late 40s in there and I'm just like okay so who's gonna drop dead of a heart attack here? right like this is this is this is absolutely um, wild I don't know I, I think it's a 12 person league I, I honestly soon it'd probably remember. be six person <laughs> yeah six per, but but yes how is that selling and how dare my friend Jeremy, as you're listening, love you, Jeremy, but you're an asshole. Uh, th- th- like, just be like, you know, he's sitting there, you know, because weed's legal out there. You know, he's, oh, oh, I forgot. Dude, I don't know, man. I just told you. I thought I told you about the obstacle course. I don't, I don't know, man. As he's just puffing away, and I'm just like, oh, fucking Jeremy, you got to be kidding me. So, so yeah, so this, this, this absurd thing that, that, so somebody who's even like a physical fitness person would be like, oh, that sounds fun. It does not sound fun when no. you have to drink shots before every obstacle and then take three shots b- before every time he's like, that's the whole idea. You're inebriated completely when you're drafting, so you don't know what you're picking. And I'm just like, oh. This guy and feels, I, I feel like this guy needs to make better life choices. I don't know what he's doing, and I don't know how he got this many people to want to do this that many years. Can't but believe he has friends. I, I'm telling you, he's, and evidently, and I can't remember what he said, but he's some sort of salesperson. So, um, 
he has a very salesy voice, but he's also the type of guy that sounds like he would rip you off hardcore. Um, sounds like it. it, it you know, it, it, coming from a salesperson of you know over a decade, um, I'm, I was, I was, I was just, I was intrigued. So, um, and it, you know, it, it makes for good story time right now because I don't know. You could first of all, like the a bunch of out of shape fantasy football players. Okay. And then, and then, you know, alcohol poisoning, that just sounds, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think, but um, I'm, I'm interested to see if, if that's how you guys would want to do your fantasy football draft. If you are fantasy football fans, uh, where, tell us we, what the craziest thing you guys have done, like to get yeah. into fantasy football. Like I, yeah. I've never done anything crazy like that. Clearly, Greg this, has, but yeah, share us, share with but us. But I did this. not do it. That's the thing. Well, I no, declined. I know, but the option was on the table. The option was on the table. This sounds like um, this sounds like I was getting into a fraternity or something like that. Like, you know, like if, am I getting into a frat party here with like old guys? Like, what is this? This is like I, I have no idea. But um, yeah, I said yeah. Good luck getting somebody for that. Jeremy and he just started chuckling. Um, but let us know. Let us know what you guys think. Like, uh, would you guys ever do this um, old school? And I, I don't know. Me, I don't mean that like like you know like throwback. I mean like the movie old school, uh, like army slash like just out of control, wipeout style draft party. Um, I don't even know how to how to describe it. It's like it's yeah, all that one. We, we couldn't even describe it too wise and not to cut you off, but what I was saying was, is he, he's, he kept saying again, I'm the commissioner. I don't know what the obstacles are, but think of boot camp as years past. You cannot talk to Jeremy because he will try to give you strategy tips, but you have to talk to him beforehand or you're going to fail miserably. I forgot to tell you about that part. I'm supposed to strategize with Jeremy beforehand, but I can't talk to him afternoon afternoon. Our cell phones are confiscated too. My yeah. cell phones confiscated. That, that's, that's a no for me, dog. That's a, that's a no. That's a no for a lot of fucking people. I don't know who, but hell no. But let us know what you guys think. Would you guys do something like this? Uh, what's the craziest thing you guys have done when it comes to football um, uh, for fantasy drafts? Uh, I know a lot of leagues do like a like a. If the last place team has to do something crazy at the next draft or, or whatever, like a punishment type thing. But I've never heard of an initiation before the draft starts uh, on a continuous basis. But let us know what you guys think. Drop for us up. everyone. This yes. isn't even like an initiation for me. It's but yeah, yeah. I just but, I'm I'm lost. I just I got into the character of this rusty guy. And I never want to talk to him again. But yes. But let us let us know what you guys think. Drop us a message in the Anchor app. If there's something that's really good, we'll add it to the next episode. Or you guys can uh, drop us a note on Twitter, as always, at the AHPod or hashtag AHPod. Greg, that was an amazing story. I can't believe that was real life. But um, I can't either. I think I think that tops any fantasy football story that I have. And like you said, we've been playing <laughs> fantasy football together for about ten years now. Um. Well, what we'll have to do is we'll probably have to get Jeremy's asshole uh, on the show at some point and uh, actually hear it from the 
hear it from the uh, actual person himself, who's one of the people that have been there. So maybe maybe we can get him to let it go, unless it's some sort of cult where they're not allowed to explain what goes. It's like on. Fight Club; so, you can't talk about it. Yeah, we don't talk about we don't talk about fantasy football. No, we don't do that, or you'll die. You'll end up like Scientology. You'll disappear. So coming up next, uh, we're going to talk WWE and some kind of new business model they're, they're going to do here where um, the superstars really aren't going to have much control on their individual actions outside of the organization. So we're going to get into that right after this break. Interesting WWE news that came out this week. Um, you know, as, as we all know, uh, well, for those that loosely follow the, the organization still at this time, you know, there's no fans allowed in the stands. They're doing their ways to kind of uh, bring fans in virtually and, and try to keep the momentum going on their company. They've been struggling with that as of late. But a lot of these um, superstars, you know, they, they do side projects now. Obviously, you've got a lot of the, the wrestlers that will do movies or TV shows or they'll do various guest appearances on this and that and whatever. And some of these other uh, superstars now will, you know, they, they do gaming on Twitch. You know, like Xavier Woods is a big gamer. Him and some of the other superstars, they do this big thing on Twitch. Uh, there's some other talent that, do, that does things on YouTube. And, and there's that new service a lot of people use these days called Cameo, where you can, like, do recorded messages that you can send out for people for you know birthdays or you know new jobs or whatever life events and and you can you know request a, a thing that we did that for for a, a buddy of mine you know he's a big baseball fan we did one of his favorite players did that it was a really really cool gift idea well apparently now you know wwe has figured out that well you know these play all these you know, superstars are making all this side hustle. Like, how do we take advantage of that? Well, so it appears that the era of WWE talent using Twitch or Cameo or YouTube and other third-party services to make extra income and build names for themselves outside of the company is coming to an end. So it was reported uh, this past week that Vince McMahon sent a letter to the talent on Thursday saying they have 30 days to stop engaging with third parties or else they will face fines, suspensions, and even termination at the WWE's discretion. Now, it's kind of unclear still what third party means. However, several wrestlers operate uh, successful Twitch and YouTube channels, uh, like I mentioned, where they interact with fans while playing video games or doing other activities. Now, the letter comes following a meeting that they had last week uh, about the reinvention of the product, as they like to call it, where they came up with, uh, where it came up that WWE owns the real names and the talents, uh, uh, and the character names, as as you know, Greg, you're aware, and a lot of people know that like this registered trademarks of like some of these names that are used as as the talent is uh, under their umbrella. Right. Now, WWE wrestlers are classified as independent contractors, so there is a legal question of what the WWE can mandate. And what they can do, um, but the there's I got a little snippet of the letter that was sent 
to the uh, superstars, and, and it says this, quote, Some of you are engaged with outside third parties using your name and likeness in ways that are detrimental to our company. It is imperative that these activities be terminated within the next 30 days, and that that, that time is October 2nd. Uh, continued violations will result in fine, suspension, or termination at the company's discretion. Now, according to reports, McMahon wrote that these actions are necessary as part of WWE's rebuilding process as they enter the next phase of growth at WWE. One thing that I will add on this real quick, Greg, before I get your opinion on this, is I want to tell you the statement that the company has issued after this has become public. Uh, so this statement says, quote, much like Disney and Warner Brothers, WWE creates, promotes, and invests in its intellectual property, uh, i.e. the stage names of performers like The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns, Big E, and Braun Strowman. It is the control and exploitation of these characters that allows WWE to drive revenue, which in turn enables the company to compensate performers at the highest levels in the sports entertainment industry. Notwithstanding the contractual language, it is imperative for the success of our company to protect the greatest assets and establish partnerships with third parties on a company-wide basis rather than at the individual level, which is which as a result will provide more value for all involved. So basically, they're saying, you can't do this by yourself because we're not making any money off of you. Greg, I know that you're a very big wrestling fan um, what are your thoughts on this? Man? Not as large as I used to be, but I still. Like, what am, is this? Um, as as a almost a lifelong professional wrestling fan, uh, I mean, you, you, there's so many there's so many reasons. Um, their reasoning is, of course, money based, which is which is wrong. The the number one thing my problem with this is is from the uh, the wrestlers stand standpoints the superstars or the talent as you would call it in the in the business uh, as they would call it the the talent they since they're independent contractors they don't have health care so some of them are making good money they can still get their own health care but it's like uh, they deserve a lot more respect than that and they deserve to make more additional revenue to get their names out there because they don't know, as you know, in the business, you could be cut, terminated, um, let go at any time. If you're not a major player, even sometimes major players can get let go. So why, um, you're constantly on the grind and, and, and it's no secret that their house cleaning, you could put your, uh, blood, sweat and tears as you know, the cliche term is and, and be, and be let go at any time. So, um, that's not fair from that standpoint. My, my if, if they had released a, a statement on the character's likeness in terms of not money and not a monetary thing, and they could have BS their way out of it saying that, hey, you're jeopardizing your character's reputation, right. which WWE Network and a lot of uh, storylines in the past couple of years have already jeopardized what they call kayfabe. And for you listeners that don't, uh, care about wrestling or are interested in what kayfabe might be. K- to, to sum up, kayfabe means they stay in character uh, the whole time. And, 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 and basically, um, it's, it's a broad term saying that if you break kayfabe, you're, you're breaking your character. And um, back in the old days, in the 80s and before, in, the ni- in a lot of 90s, uh, 
90s or sort of when it changed, you never broke kayfabe, even when you were out in public. If you if you got caught out in public, you stayed in character. You kept that uh, that suspension of disbelief um, uh, completely away. Uh, for instance, just to describe kayfabe real quick, Vince McMahon used to give copious amounts of money to the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, to go out and go out on the strip and go around and laugh and act and not just act, but actually have the money to show that he was a million dollar man when he went out places. So restaurants and bars and different show uh, theaters and stuff like that. He could throw money. He could literally throw cash around like it was nothing to actually portray his character to get that character more over and more believable to make the product more believable. So what I'm getting at is when they're doing these third-party things, they're not necessarily staying all the way in kayfabe the whole time. So that would jeopardize the product, and that would be a good reason for Vince, who's, a, in my opinion, a piece of shit, um, and, and the company, the corporation, to say, hey, you don't need, you're jeopardizing your character. We can't have you doing that. That's not why. That would be a believable and a proper reason to say this is why you should not do that because you need to stay in character. You need to be believable for TV, and you're jeopardizing this. Even though 90% uh, of people watching nowadays, aside from children, uh, realize that it's it's we're watching a show or it's just like watching a movie. But if they want to uh, maintain that false pretense or that false... Um, persona of what they really are on TV that that would be a reason but just because WWE is not making money off of it that's just a corporate uh, ploy that is a, a bunch of bullshit because it, you know if they're going to do that then they should be giving these uh, men and women health care and I don't think that's fair I don't think that reasoning was was appropriate because it doesn't make any sense, and they could have went the route that I said and said, hey, you're jeopardizing your character. But they're already jeopardizing their character with the WWE Network on these TV shows and various other storylines where they come out and they stand out there, and it makes them look stupid when they stand out and they're like, oh, let's let Triple H walk by, and let's look like a bunch of duds even though we hate each other. we got to stand here and you know, walk. You know. So they've already jeopardized that. They've already made it seem like it's a show they've already done that and now they're just trying to monetize uh they're trying to protect their you know they're they're, they're not even they're not even really protecting anything they're just they're just screwing over their talent and i don't and and i think that's wrong i think that's unfair that's my hot take and i believe uh that that's unfair and if they would have put it the way i put it it could have been at least semi-acceptable hot take um no, I, I agree. Let's let's take a step back. Now, so my college degree is in sports marketing. So I am very aware of how, why, what, where, all that, when it comes to sports business. Now, I see it from both sides, but I also believe that this is WWE's way to take full control of anything that the talent does. Now, I understand from the business standpoint of what the WWE is trying to do 
because of the name, image, and likeness aspect, right? That's a big part of it. That's That, that should be the biggest well, part it, of it. Well, it is. Especially, as I was saying, maintaining your character's uh, reality, which is still a faux reality. It, that should have been the biggest part of it, but it's 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 not according to what you were explaining. But, but, what, but what they, you know, they always preach and you know this that's at the beginning of like every major special and everything that that the characters are separate from the people right they're always like okay well like if you see so and so on screen you know that's not so and so in real life but who, who, who preaches that i'm sorry well they always say they're always like you know like you know WWE is just characters, and this is just a show, and this is just a thing. Like they, it's not real life, right? They always like that's what they I, always say for I, years. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, but go ahead. So, so well, this is what I think on this. It's, it's like I understand that they want to take control, and they want to make sure. Obviously, what's you know, I hate using this term because they use it all the time, right? Is what what's best for business, right? That that's right. a big keyword that they always like to preach, and I understand. But the thing is. You know, you have to evolve with business. And now that the streaming aspect, the gaming aspect, the social media content aspect, I mean, look at us, right? We're two just random guys who run a podcast. You're a random guy that started up a, you know, a sitcom. I'm a random guy that does a DJ streaming show. Like... We all have our things or we all do just to just to try to put ourselves in a better spot to be financially, you know, good. And that's what these players, this or not these players, but that's what the town is trying to do. Because, you know, if you look at it and I don't and I don't have concrete examples of like different tiered talent doing whatever, you know, but I mentioned the Xavier Woods aspect with him doing his streaming stuff. And I know and I've. I don't really follow it. I see it just because, you know, I'm on Twitch and I and I see some of the YouTube videos and, and stuff, you know, posted on Twitter. But you have talent like him and Cesaro, you know, obviously like Big E and Kofi Kingston. They're all they're all friends. They have other people. I think Adam Cole's been on there before on that streaming channel. So they all have a part of it. And I think it's gotten to the point now where it's so popular and and the company can't regulate it. They're throwing a fit about it. But but you gotta you gotta admit though, like these are all most of the guys that are doing it are mid t- mid tier talent guys. You don't you don't see John Cena doing. It. You don't see, you right. know, like the Undertaker doing it. You don't see Randy Orton doing it. You don't have all these top name guys doing it. And I think what they're doing now is they're realizing that they can k- take advantage of these guys who all they're trying to do is trying to get some extra money because, like you said, they're independent contractors. They're not making, like, you know, enough money where like they're not getting. They're not getting their health insurance. All these other benefits that if you had either a union job or some kind of like standard employee like job that you would get. And maybe they're just trying to help their personal brand. Like that's what it is these days, right? I'm right. trying to do my brand. You're trying to do your brand. You, you know, all the, everybody's trying to do and improve their brand. And like one of the things that I'll, I'll mention is I don't have any other concrete examples of like who has broken protocol at this point or, or has fueled this fire that the company is trying to to cut this off but one of the things that's being reported um that um lana whose real name is cj perry 
is apparently one of the reasons why the company is now coming down with it. So it's not necessarily tied into the guys that are doing the gaming and the streaming and all that kind of stuff. But apparently what she is doing is she's been promoting Bang and Energy Drinks on her social media platforms, like doing like commercials and stuff, apparently. Mm. So that's that's a big thing is because now you're you're using your character and you're you're promoting products that maybe not necessarily be on the same, you know, platform as the company is i mean that makes some sense now according so so that's so that's been bang energy drinks it'll give you a bang so she took to twitter to to dismiss the report dismiss the report she says that she is not um she this is and i'll quote this here it says here i'm not the straw that, that broke the camel's back you know who you are and that is false but thank you for writing about me. All of you, I am your escape goat. I would think that's a little like lost in translation. Um, huh? I, I don't know. But anyway, so she's saying she's not the Bang! Problem. So, I, I mean, I get it, but I think that's just, I mean, that's just how the future is. Now, do I think it's right? Not necessarily. Do I see it from both sides? I do. A um, couple guys that don't see it from from the side of the company, and I'll, I want to share this with you. So, uh, we got a, a couple uh, former superstars who who weighed in here. And then uh, that would be Mick Foley and Kevin Nash. So Mick Foley uh, tweeted this out um, yesterday, actually. Uh, quote, banning wrestlers from making extra money on a third-party deal. Twitch, YouTube, Cameo strikes me as a crummy thing to do. Just my opinion. Now, Ke- Kevin Nash then replied to Mick Foley, and he said, quote, especially as 1099 independent contractors. You're an employee if you have to show up at a specific time and are restricted monetary gains in your personal times. Ask for your health insurance coverage and profit sharing. And then... Uh, that, and, was, that was fantastic. Now, 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 now Mick Foley then responded to that, uh, saying maybe Kevin Nash and I can create a little good trouble on behalf of the WWE superstars of today and tomorrow. I love Minnie. I love Vinnie Mac, but I think he's wrong on this. So what are your reaction to those two guys? Oh Lord. It's like, it's almost like he's, you know, it's like kissing the president's butt or kissing, you know, any, I, I mean, any, any I think presidents, I th- but I love Vinnie Mac. Give me a break. Well, no, no, he was, he was, he, no, the way he said that though, like, I, I think he wasn't trying to like po- push that. I think he was like, you know, I like I like Vince, but I think he's wrong. That's just he was just that's what he was trying to say. He's not trying to kiss his ass. He's just like I, he's like I love Vince, but I right. just think that's but a bad idea. Try, but it, but also that in 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 my mind, that's just in case he's got to. I mean, uh, you know, in case a ju- wait, Foley said that or Nash. I'm Foley sorry. said that. Well, yeah, because Foley constantly gets called back, right? And that's why. And Kevin Nash doesn't care anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, and he, sh- and nor should he. Um, but, but they brought up good points, buddy, though. buddy with you know Triple H, you know, and and uh, the whole crew. So it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, if if any if any couple of guys, I mean, there's other guys that could have big clout, but for two retired guys that can can say what they want, I mean. I think they should be able to promote that a little bit better. But right now, as as long as Vince is in charge, just like uh, just like CM Punk said uh, uh, a little over nine years ago, uh, he he said, unfortunately, he said, which is one of my favorite terms, 
I'd like to think this company would be better after Vince is dead, but with with uh, what did he say? I think they cut was it when they cut the microphone off? But with the puppet Triple H and the slut of a daughter he has, and boy, that was that was some of the you know, and and I may be misquoting that part, but it was a derogatory term directed towards Triple H and uh, Stephanie McMahon. It was a very derogatory term. But he did say verbatim, I'd like to think this company would be better better when Vince is dead. And, you know, it's and that's so dark. But, you know, Punk is right about that because Vince is still, um, uh, you know, he did know how to run this. I mean, he still has the business perspective. He still has a business idea. But he is... He is he is not he's not creating gains in the company, um, and he's trying. He, he's now starting to do things like that to like um, try to. I, I don't I don't know I don't know. I just think it was a very it was a very bad move. And and if and if you don't have happy workers, um, you know it, it's 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 going to get to the point where you know the money. That, that they're paying is is not going to cancel out the health insurance the the other, the other benefits that you know they, they could do is some other you know because because these these men and women are gifted at um, at that but um, like I said uh, it would be nice for Mick Foley to, and Kevin Nash to stand up to him is basically what I'm saying and I am hoping that that paves the way to, to change this, but this is I think this is a horrible scenario, and I think um, I don't think it's going to change for a while. I've got one more uh, bonus tweet that I want to add on there, and you, you actually just brought up his name. CM Punk actually commented on it as well yesterday. I didn't right. see this tweet, so his tweet in response to this was quote All right, guys, girls, are they going to fire everyone? Just keep doing you. Don't worry. And then he added the winky face emoji. <laughs> nice. See, I love that's, it. Like, like he's got a point there. Boy. Like, what are you, what are you gonna do? Like, if you have the majority of the staff doing this, are you gonna get yes. a can everybody? Then what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna? I mean, yeah, it's just like the same thing. Like, well, if 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 you're, and, and it's, 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 this is a bizarre analogy, but it, as as I've been driving down the highway a lot, um, you know, uh, dropping off my daughter, and I do not do this when I'm in the car with my daughter, and any officers listening i'm just joking uh if if we're all going uh 90 and a 60 at the same time are you going to pull us all over if we're all going 80 in in a in a 55 are you going to pull us all over uh as long as you're flowing with traffic it's okay but what about the person what about that person that's going uh uh you know uh when everybody else is going 90 you're going 75 in a 60 and the cops lazy and pulls over that one. That's how I feel in this situation. It says, ah, I'm gonna put, but that's not fair because the ones that are all flown together and going much faster, they got away with it because they were flowing with traffic. Um, I, you know, if they all do it at the same time, it has to be all done at the same time. They all have to do it, yeah. is what I'm getting at. Um, so but let us know what you guys think. Uh, you know, drop us a message in the Anchor app. Or you leave us a note on Twitter. We'll keep the conversation going. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that the superstars are in the right? Do you think that the WWE is in the right? What kind of opinion do you guys have? Let us know at the AHPod or hashtag AHPod. We'd love to hear what you guys think. And then 
as we mentioned before, leave us a message and we can go ahead and add you on to the next episode. But coming up next, Greg, this is going to be one of the fun topics we like to talk about. We've talked about... Oh, be- boy. We've talked about beer before. We've talked about um, other random things. This one's going to be cool. Um, apparently, there's this one guy who is completely over the notion of, um, of uh, a tasty food that we all like to enjoy on the weekends, especially now that we're getting into the NFL season. Uh, we don't want to spoil it right now, but hang on. Uh, we'll be right back after this break, and we'll talk more about... Buffalo wings? We'll be right back. Mm. It was an interesting week on Twitter. Well, as always, it's always an interesting week. But uh, there's this guy made some news this week for what was brought up at a city council meeting. There's this guy. His name is Ander Christensen. Uh, he participated in the Lincoln City Council meeting. Um, I'm assuming that the meeting was this week. I don't. We don't really know a, a timestamp on it, but it came out this week on online. And he was very adamant on one of the policies that he just really believed in. And uh, sounds very serious. It is. It sounds like a very serious because usually, you know, if you are in front of the city council, you're probably trying to, um, you know, promote change whether it be like you know you're trying to get like lower crime or or you know saving the environment and policy and procedure and and all that kind of stuff that is taken care of none none of this sounds funny this sounds no you would think it's normal normal city council meeting is is boring unless somebody blows up and throws a fit it's all caught on camera well this one actually was kind of on the funnier side or even on the stranger side so Mr. Christensen. Nothing's funny in those rooms, is there? I don't know, but Mr. Christensen, uh, he made his statement to the Lincoln City Council, and we're going to play this for you, and then on the other side, get your reaction. But uh, this, is, this is the clip. First, and then Jane, and then you, okay? I promise I won't take up too much of your time here. My name is Andrew Christensen. Uh, I live at 1212 Twin Ridge Road. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city remove the... Excuse me, I'm trying to... Yeah. Excuse me. Come on. I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. These are our reasons why. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around and pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. Number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken and it's delicious. 
I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. We can take these steps and show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long. And we know it because we feel it in our bones. Thank you. <laughs> yes, um, this is real life. <laughs> this guy went in front of, and you'll have, what we'll have to do is you'll, you'll have to try to find the video. I know the audio is hilarious, but like if you oh. haven't seen the video, you have to actually see the video too. So you heard that correctly. This guy is throwing a fit about the term boneless wings and wants it changed because he doesn't think it's right and it's affecting the children. <laughs> Whether it be... Of all... I mean, there's so many things he said, but, but the, one of the best parts was like, we need to... It, and, 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 I, and I, I don't remember exactly verbatim what he just said, but he said, that you, our children need to know that the chicken meat grows from the bone. Like it's a, some sort of vegetable. <laughs> like it's a tree. It, it's a tree. Like it, tree, it, grow, it grows from. The, and it's delicious. It's, and it, yeah, and he said it's, it's delicious. And the guy who laughed at the beginning. It's oh, like, that's the best part. And, and that guy, like, good for him. Because if you, um, once you see the video, like, you see, like, the guy laughs. This Mr. Christensen turns around and he is angry. He's just like, excuse me, I am trying to make a point here. <laughs> this is, the, this, this is a real world problem, guys. Real problem. Like, wet, okay. wet tenders or... Or spicy nugs. He said trash. Trash. At the end. What is that? Or trash. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so we're. This is, this is like, uh, I don't know if this is like a. Is this guy like a vegan trolling? Like what? What is this guy doing? Like he's. he's it grows. We can call them. Buffalo style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. <laughs> wet tenders. I wet, wet tenders. That's like call that's like calling them moist nuggets. Like Oh my god. That is the word. We can call them everything you said was trash, buddy. <laughs> everything you said was trash. Like how dare you take up their time for this? And who clapped? Did I hear clapping? <laughs> oh, they all clapped at the end. They all clapped for what? Be like, like, get this asshole off the floor. Like, hurry. Get. I'm I'm sorry. Like, this is. Like, th that is. I mean, it, this makes for amazing entertainment. But what the. Like, th th this guy. This guy is either. This guy is either obsessive compulsive disorder about this and slash insane, or he's like. I think the, he's insane the, because I'm looking or, at his Twitter or the profile biggest, right now. Or the biggest mega troll in the world that like trolled to the point where he got up in front of of something so important to to okay, okay, okay. So so you're looking at his. Twitter, I'm on I'm on his Twitter account right now. So he is okay. <clears throat> According to his profile, he is a chemical engineer, so he's a smart dude. 
Oh, perfect. And his profile picture is uh, him standing there with a light-up rubber ducky on his head. Okay, this guy could be a, a light-up rubber ducky. I mean, I mean, I don't know. That's 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 very that's very possible that he's he's uh, he, he's an ultimate troll. I mean, I mean, but he, he's got a T-shirt out now that says, uh, or his, his the Twitter um, post says, "Wing lovers, you can now buy official saucy nugs for president shirts." I'm not right wing or left wing. I'm chicken wing. Oh my god! <laughs> and there's a picture of a, of a shirt that says "Saucy Nugs for President." Oh my god! And you can that... reach him at saucynugsforpresident at gmail dot com. Oh lord! Does that make it less funny now? Because now I'm like, like I don't even the fact that he's already got merchandise. I mean, w- wait, when did this actually happen? I don't know when it actually happened. But it the, the post... Saucy. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, for crying. So so this this came out on Twitter this week. Like, the video aired this week. I don't know if the, the, the actual meeting was this week, but it, it came to popularity and trended this week. But now I will... Okay. S- and let me add this on here, too. So, okay. So naturally, um, if you're talking about buffalo wings... Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, near and dear to all of our hearts, I know especially you and me, Buffalo Wild Wings tweeted out to him, uh, we admire you for your passion for chicken wings, and we'd like to show you some love with free traditional wings for a year. Wow. And to celebrate boneless wing lovers in Lincoln, Nebraska, we're donating $1 to the local Boys and Girls Club for every boneless wing sold in Lincoln on Labor Day. Well, that's kind of cool. So if, if you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, right. and you go to B-Dubs on Monday and you order Buffalo uh, Wild Wings, boneless wings, uh, they'll donate a dollar to, to Boys and Girls Club. That's kind of nice. I mean, that's kind of – I'm kind of jealous that this guy gets a full year of wings, but, like, I mean, that's, I – It's kind of sneaky on Buffalo Wild Wings part. Well, I won't I explain why, because they don't have specials on Mondays anymore, and they want more business on Monday. Oh, eight. Hey, they're Still very, call us Buffalo Wild Wings, but the wings, is they're, beer, they're, sports. They're very crafty when it comes to social media, though. So it doesn't yeah. surprise me that they took advantage of this situation. I mean, it's great marketing. And honestly, giving a guy free wings for a year, it's not going to put him away. They're a multi-million dollar company. I don't know. He just trashed the 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 boneless wing, which is... Which well, is I, can like, I tell you something? I what? I love boneless wings. I'm not gonna lie. If if I go to a it's place, it's different than a chicken tender. It, it really is, is. It is. And if I go to if I, and if I go to, I will go to some of the local places and I'll I'll get boneless wings. Now the only time I really don't get boneless wings is if we go somewhere and they have a, a wing special, right? Like it's like oh they got 25 cent, 50 cent wings, and it's just like basic wings. Then that's fine. Guys like, get I, 25 cent wings in Chicago. Get out of here. Well, at the local places, it's like once in a like you know great while that they have that. You gotta. It's like the mom and pop places. It's like the sm- really small. How places. do they make? Okay, go ahead. But yeah. anyways, um, so that's when I'll do it. Like it's not that I'm against buffalo wings because I trust me, I'm an equal opportunity wing eater. But I just prefer the boneless variety just because it's just easier and it's you know but some people like the the messiness aspect and whatever but like i just i get I what it's a messiness i mean i think it's i think that's part of the experience but i think the but but continue continue I, so me, i right? i see 
so I see where he's going with this, but I think it is a troll job. I mean, it's just come on, man. Think about it. I mean, this is this is this is an act of publicity, and he, and the fact that he stood up there and he and he got and he turned around like that is, that is an ultimate troll job. Um, <clears throat> and for all you out there listening, especially that are that have been trolls before, that just seems that is like. Um, Oh, man, that, that's, I mean, and you said the ducky, like, I mean, give me, give me a break, saucy nugs or trash, like. <laughs> wet tenders. Wet, the wet tender, like, like the, the, the one, well, the first one that he said, that wasn't even clever. Um, what, that was, that was just, uh, uh, Buffalo, what was it? The first thing he said, Buffalo. Because there's wet tenders, buffalo chicken uh, tenders. Yeah, uh, buff buffalo flavored chicken tender or buffalo sauced chicken tenders or whatever he said. I'm like, that's not even. That's just, and and that's and that at first made me believe that he was like insane, like for real. And then when he went to saucy nugs and or trash, like I was just like, okay, like okay. We, I am I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of lost, but I I think he is the ultimate troll after we've we've gotten to this. But that I mean, again, speaking of trash, he just trashed boneless wings, and boneless wings again are nothing like. And for you listeners out there that eat this trash like we do, um, it's yeah, bite it's, your tongue. It is not trash. Tenders. It's delicious. J- Chicken tenders are much more. I don't know. They're they're just different. Like like the 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 boneless wing is like the meatball of of chicken. It's like a meatball, okay. And then there's the chicken tenders, which are like tender. Like you bite into them, and they're like and you know, as kids call them, chicken fingers. But they're thick and they're like long. Like they're they're a tender. How dare him! even call a boneless wing a tender because that's not even i mean it's not i mean it's different it's like a it's like a fucking meatball it's like a a chicken meatball that's deep fried that's that's where it goes chicken meatball wet tenders how and, and then and then another thing is too on top of that they have dry rubs so wet moist what an asshole and he got that much it's like okay i'm here you're here I can promote B-dubs way better than that. That's, that's way, okay. This guy, <laughs> this guy, you know, kudos to him if he, if he did this as a straight troll job. But if he's actually insane, um, uh, no. <laughs> like, I want to know what you guys think. Is this guy the ultimate troll? Or is this guy, uh, is this guy loony uh, and Again, boneless wings, as you say, too as well, was they are not chicken tenders. They're not. There's a big difference. That's there's right. There's a big difference. Jashawn, out there listening, all 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 our peeps out there, um, you guys listening, it is a big difference. That's right. Let us know, guys. Uh, do you, like Greg said, do you think that this is a troll job? Do you think this guy's out of his mind? Do you think uh, he's got a valid point? Do you think that there's other worries in the world at this point? 
Let us know what you think. Drop There's us no other worries than wings right now, especially in 2020. Just drop us a line uh, on Twitter uh, at the AHPod, hashtag AHPod. Let us know what you guys think. Also, uh, the Anchor app leaves voicemail. We'll play it on the next episode if it's really good. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Um, do you think it's a troll job? Do you think he's being serious? Do you think he should concern himself with other priorities at this point? Let us know what you guys think. Uh, do you like bonus wings? Wings? Do you like standard wings? Uh, what should we call them instead? Let us know what you guys think. Drop you think he should get in a straight jacket and hook up with Mel Gibson and just go, I'm going to eat wings upside down. Okay. <laughs> All right. And let us know what you guys think. Do you guys think that Greg's insane? Um uh, let us know on, t- on Twitter. Drop us a note on there at the AHPod or hashtag AHPod. Or like I said before, you can leave a, f- a message on Anchor. And uh, if it's something that's really good and useful, we'll put it in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so coming up next, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap things up. And um, uh yeah, that's all, I, that's all I can say at this point. We'll be right Wings, back. Wings, beer, sports, we'll be right iHeartRadio. Stop with the aimless plugs. <laughs> Another episode in the books. This has been a lot of fun, as always. Very productive conversation. We've talked about NFL. We talked about WWE, WWE, and how they're trying to you know, screw over the performers. We talked about the Saucy Nugs guy, Andrew Christensen. Um, a lot of stuff we talked about this week. Um, any closing thoughts on our topics? Deshaun Watson deserves his contract. There is some sort of cult fantasy football league <laughs> that a buddy of mine's in. Three jerseys. Three jerseys, one to drive in, one to do the obstacles in, in, one to die in, one to (laughs) die and draft in while you're puking up your own puke and choking on it after you're trying to catch your breath. Um, The Buccaneers are going to be really good. Uh, Vince McMahon's a piece of shit as always. (laughs) Um, Is the saucy nugs guy a, a... the, the ultimate troll or or is or is he got OCD slash in, insane and and nothing you know again mental illness is nothing to joke about but with the guy like this that just got a wings for a year I think we can poke fun for a while right now because he just got wings for a year and wings evidently grow on a bone okay <laughs> they grow on a fucking bone and second of all this is ridiculous boneless wings are not chicken tenders and they're not trash and they're well that's debatable depending on who you're talking to uh, especially if you're talking to a vegan or something like that but but you can agree even vegans and vegetarians out there because we're including everybody in this okay you know because you've tried meat before at some point and those of you who haven't well I'm sorry but (laughs) You know that boneless wings are not chicken tenders. You may call boneless wings trash, but Waz thinks they're delicious. Yes. And I think they're okay. I prefer the regular, depending on where I'm at, but it doesn't matter. They are not chicken tenders. Okay? Just like 
my name's Rusty, and you're gonna drink a lot and die. Um, anyways, no, I don't know what the hell that that was the most terrifying phone call. Um, but it was it was so intriguing. I had to stay along with it. Um, what else did we learn today? Uh, again, the Buccaneers are really good. Um, and that's about it. I mean, we I mean we 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 covered a little bit, but uh, we we had quite the. We had quite the fun today. Um, I'm really... Oh, and one thing we did not do. Uh, guys, one last thing for you football fans out there. How many games is Trubisky going to play before he gets benched? Is it going to be full games, or is he going to get benched in the middle of a game for Nick Foles? Over, under, on five. Under. I think it's going to be three entire games. Three entire games. I'm going to have to go under two as well. Um, I say by week four, Foles will be starting. You say by week four. Okay, well, you can't you can't pick the same damn. Yeah, okay, I, okay, so you're going, okay, you're going, he's going to start at the beginning of week four. I'm going, Trubisky gets benched in the middle uh, of, at some point in game four. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, if we get enough razzle dazzle enough action um we'll get we'll give somebody a prize but please uh donate because you know this is funny and hashtag make greg funny again hashtag make was dj again and you know what this is this is a big deal guys we're we're out here to entertain you and we're going to keep entertaining you just you know Help us out, and we are going to go far. Well, guys, let us know what you thought about this uh, episode. Uh, like Greg said, you can um, reach out to us. You can leave us a message. You can send us a tweet uh, at the AHPod, hashtag AHPod, or, um, like I said, message on Anchor would be great, and then we can always throw them into the next episode um, we do want to do a quick plug, uh, Greg, as we mentioned before, me and you are doing our side projects, uh, as Greg mentioned before, the lackluster video, check him out all over, uh, YouTube, and then, of course, I am doing my stuff on Friday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, doing a little mix show, you can check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Ryan Wozniak will get you there, and like I said, every Friday night, for the most part, sometimes there's a you know tech issue here or a, a holiday there or something going on. But 99% of the time, Friday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, usually till 1 a.m. Eastern. Uh, just from throwback jams, having some good times. Um, check us out. And Greg, you want to throw out the address for Lackluster Video? Check it out. Uh, check out YouTube. Lackluster, a very special pilot. Part three of the pilot will be releasing within the next week. Um, it's again lackluster, a very special pilot. Lackluster colon, a very special pilot. To type into the search bar of YouTube, it's under G Reg Productions uh, is the way to go. G Reg Productions is the production company uh, created by me, owned by me, and. Um, if you're ready to laugh, meet Frank, Jose, Kendra, Parsifal Gates, and Corbett um, in the misfits of the final and last video store on the planet. 
um, ran by Frank Thomas, the one of the worst bosses you could ever meet. But gosh, he's so goofy and funny. It's played by a guy named Greg Austin. Um, and boy, he is funny. But boy, Jose can't stand him, along with Kendra um, Parsifal Gates, who's an amazing actor. Uh, Jacob Badger is his real name. Um, and then our great comedian, Joe Tidd, as well as our amazing actress who was in the Amazon Prime series, um, Stephanie Pugh playing Kendra, and my and the chemistry between me and Jose, who's played by Matt Henry, uh, a phenomenal guy that's around here, um, Mr. Private Investigator. Uh, great guys, great women, great 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 the last video store on the planet lackluster video um nothing but comedy nothing but laughs check it out lackluster a very special pilot enjoy all right guys well thanks for tuning in and don't forget to visit us on anchor and we will see you next time greg enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll talk soon Thanks for listening to another episode of the Amateur Hour Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Twitter at the AHPod. Join the conversation with hashtag AHPod. We'll see you next time.